0: I've learned the most from the people i've worked with on the team and our clients but i mean yeah spending time with sam and our other designers and our web team um our digital team over the years you know that has given me so much experience that has really taught me that sam's right and, you know like it is all about who the person you're working with and how they work
1: Welcome to Agents of Change, a podcast about the future of B2B marketing, featuring insights from executives at top agencies. I'm Danielle O'Neill with Leadtail. Let's hop on in. Hi, welcome to Agents of Change. I'm so excited to be joined today by Amanda Myers and Sam White of Ascend Marketing. We are gonna talk all things content, we're gonna talk all things creative, and also just get into a little bit more about how the different departments can work together. So first, Amanda, Sam, welcome to Agents of Change. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So Amanda, first, can you tell me a little bit about what you do at Ascend?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you're going to probably hear that we all kind of wear multiple hats, but right now my main focus is all things content, like you were saying, uh, and that includes primarily social media and copy. So I love to write. I've always loved to write personally. So I started at SN under the account management role, and they realized I love to write. I realized I love to write and that it could be done professionally as well as personally, and it just kind of the rest is history.
1: That's awesome. And how about
2: you, Sam? So I have been at Ascend for about a year, and I'm a junior graphic designer, but I also help out on some social media platforms as well.
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you both for being here. Um, As we said, we're going to kind of dive into both of these points. So first, what I would like to talk about is Ascend. Since the agency services both B2B and B2C, It can be a little bit difficult when you're bouncing back and forth in those different mindsets. So I would love to hear from you, um, how do you effectively go between these both and how do you manage that adjustment when you're having to think of different audiences?
0: I think it's a mindset personally, um, and that is for each account, you kind of have to get in the mindset for that account, whether it's B2B or B2C. We do work on quite a mix of both. We kind of have like our three main specialties at Ascend, and that's gonna be B2B, food care, or food service and healthcare. And so those are kind of like our top three where we have the most experience, but we'll work in any industry. And what we find is that they all come down to consumer psychology and understanding who you're talking to. So really, if you have the research on your market and you have the research on your audience, Then it's all about taking some time in between projects to really get in the mindset and just kind of say, like, what am I about to be working on? Who am I about to be talking to? No matter what platform, whether it's social media or a print ad or a video script, you know, um, or even, you know, Sam knows in design, it fits that way as well. You kind of have to just identify who am I speaking to? Are they in B2B? Are they in B2C? What are their main pain points? And what do they want to hear from me in order to help solve those problems?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you touch on the importance of the psychology here.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that's,
1: that's something that is kind of old school marketing, marketing 101. For right. those of us that were in college back in the 90s, there was a lot of talk about the psychology of the consumer. And it mm-hmm. seems to really be coming back in a new way right now. And yeah understanding and analyzing that behavior um so when we're thinking about this consumer psychology content plays a big part of it but sam so does the creative side so how do you when you're thinking about these the psychology in both the b2c so when you're going from retail to b2b technology how are you able to kind of think about both and put that creative spin on it
2: um, again, yeah, I really just think it's just understanding who we're designing for, and you know the different generational stuff um I mean, I am younger, so I'm gonna always tend to go towards more of the trendier gen Z type of designs, um but sometimes that just doesn't resonate with older generations or male, female, whatever the demographic is. Um, so it's just super important. I'm always doing a ton of research before I'm jumping into a project and just making sure I fully understand who I'm designing for, what we're selling and all that good stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: That's perfect. I love that. And just thinking about that. And when we're talking about the switching, there's something that you said, Amanda, in our initial conversation that's kind of stuck with me. It's that invisible downtime.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: About our clients and we're thinking about audiences and switching from one to another. We Mm -hmm. have that invisible downtime. How would you describe it?
0: Always searching for more of it. (laughs) That's how I describe it. Um, I think that, you know... In any industry, but in marketing, you know, it can be easy to fall into like an order taker role and just kind of give the client um, the brand and what they want or what they envision. And that is part of it, you know, finding a way to bring their unique vision to life. But in order to really do what's in the brand's best interest, you need to take that time to strategize and to really get creative, put yourself in the audience's shoes, like Sam was saying and you really need that time in between projects versus just, you know, packing calendars as full as you can and accomplishing as much as you can in a day. You know, there's that happy middle ground of being very productive, but still allowing yourself to sit in a project for a second and kind of switch gears.
1: And I feel like all marketers went, hallelujah, yes. <laughs> yeah. just those 10 minutes to just think and, and really consume mm-hmm. what's happening. With our client. Sam, you'd mentioned you're kind of the newbie. I know you're a recent grad. You've been in agency life for like a year. Where do you think that that actually really helps you in your position, having the fresh face, the fresh view of everything?
2: Oh my gosh. Um, Gen (laughs) Z. I know. I know. It's kind
1: of like a love
2: hate relationship because I feel like like, love Gen Z, or they're like, I hate you. And <laughs>
1: not, that's a little dramatic, but, <laughs> you know, as a transfer, it, I'm just on my own.
0: So
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, it has been really interesting, though, you know, because I am the youngest at Ascend. And, you know, with social media and stuff, it's allowed me to have a lot of fun. And, you know, just bring... A different perspective, like we could reach this different audience that this client hasn't been.
1: Yeah, just a little bit on um, on how you can bring that kind of fresh view to design, and then also working with your clients. Um.
2: Yeah, I think it's really just like staying on trend and doing research on what is going to be trending and what is going to be popular. Um, a lot of people you know, there's like, say a meme and they jump on it too late, you know, everything's so fast moving. And you really just have to jump onto things while they're popular if you want to reach that specific audience. Um, So for me, design wise, I, I really just try to like do research on what is popular but also like what would work well with the client it's a balance for sure you know because it's it's not going to work for all clients um but it does work for some you know what I mean so
0: some clients get a little cheekier on social media or and by clients like the last get a little cheekier um and it works for some industries you know like you can't bring the gen z cheeky vibes to like a B2B company who's targeting, you know, like people in their fifties or sixties or something like that. So you got to know your audience, but like, like Sam was saying, it's definitely, it's definitely a good opportunity to get more creative. Yeah.
1: Well, and I love that you brought up the point too, of does this make sense? You know, there's a lot of trends out there, we don't necessarily need to hop on all of them for our clients. And so it's nice to have those Mm -hmm. fresh eyes. "Mm, Maybe not. Right. This is
0: cool, but maybe not for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can easily like overkill an idea on social media too. So talking specifically about social media, it is a really, um, it's a good idea to hop on trends, but it's also a good idea to, like Sam was saying, be an early adopter. So you don't miss the trend and then not overdo it. You have to know when to pull back a little bit. So.
2: Yep. Yeah. Just like knowing the brand too. I think like, for lack of a better word, it can come off as cringy sometimes for a brand, but also sometimes it's, it's, it can be cool. You know, if you are a little cheeky and people, it, it, it's more personal, like people see you more as a human being rather than this big, you know, corporate person that's unreachable. So, right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah.
1: So the creative side of that, do you find that you need that time or do you do better when you can just kind of jump in and bounce project to project?
2: <laughs> I'm definitely sometimes all over the place, you know, jumping project to projects, but I do find that if I take some time and you know, if I'm getting frustrated or I can't find the right thing for that specific project, just walking away from it and coming back, I'm like overwhelmed with way more ideas. Um, so it's just something to remember. I'm definitely not the best at it, um, but it is super important for sure.
0: I think it depends a lot on the project too. Like, you know, if it's a quick turn design need for like a print ad, you know, like a one and done type of thing, it could be a little bit easier to kind of just squeeze into a calendar. But, um, a lot of the time for our naming projects, for example, which is a really exciting part of the branding experience for us. Um, that's something that's like hard to schedule out. You just kind of have to take in what you're doing, what the project calls for, who you're speaking to, kind of your goals as a team, and then just go off on your own, brainstorm. Sometimes my best ideas come to me when I'm like eating a snack in the kitchen. So it just kind of comes to you sometimes. It depends on the project.
1: Yeah,
2: for
0: sure. Yeah.
1: I I find a lot of times when I'm out on a run, that's when I'll be like, oh my gosh,
0: this would be exactly
1: fun idea for them and I wonder if they'll go for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, I text myself everything. Like I have like a notes with my own phone number and I just text ideas when I'm like out and about. I'm like, Oh, don't forget that. So <laughs> pro tip. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm constantly talking to my watch and telling her like, Oh, have this to notes out. And right. Put something in while I'm thinking of it real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm.
1: it. Thank God for technology sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Every once in a while it helps us with that. Right. Well, since we have these two marketing minds here and we're focusing on the content side and the creative side, um, let's talk about how we can bring both into the process and really how does that work cohesively and when it makes sense to have both like on the same meeting versus when it makes sense to just keep them separate. How do you kind of balance that within Ascend?
0: That's a good question. I feel like for us, we are just extremely collaborative. And I feel like that is kind of a buzzword. You know, it, it's said a lot is that the teams are collaborative these days, um, but we really mean it. We we involve each other in every project. So big or small, there's always multiple eyes on things. And I think that kind of helps us balance because we have, you know, the more creative side and the more technical analytical sides always kind of coming together and trying to understand what we're doing, who we're doing it for, and just serving as like an extra set of ears and eyes on everything. So I think getting everybody involved has just been the most valuable in my experience. Um, It can be a time-related issue. You know, something to be aware of is that in a perfect world, everybody would look at every project, but that's not always built into project time. Um, But just involving different skill sets and people at different levels can go a long way.
1: Yeah, big time. And then Sam, you know, how do you, how do you kind of approach this when maybe a clear directive wasn't given to you and you need to know a little bit more about what it is the client's looking for?
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can over communicate when it comes to, you know, beginning a project and understanding really what you're doing. Um, But I do find myself, you know, You know, when I do collaborate with Amanda, it's usually when we just need to adapt to whatever it is, like the design. Like, okay, this copy is too long. It's not really working. Sometimes I'll even send her the design first and she'll have the copy fit into the design. Um, So I think it's, you know, really just working together and learning more about what the other person is doing as well. You know, I've learned a lot about copy with working with Amanda and learning more about her process. And, you know, I hope same for her with design. Vice as versa. Well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I've learned yeah. the most in, I've been at Ascend, I think I'm going on my sixth year and I've learned the most from the people I've worked with on the team and our clients. But I mean, yeah, spending time with Sam and our other designers and our web team, um, our digital team over the years, you know, that has given me so much experience that has really taught me that Sam's right. You know, like it is all about who the person you're working with and how they work, figuring out your team. And each person's work style is just as important as figuring out each client.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I know for me, I would love to have like my content, my creative team, everybody on every single one of my client calls. Right. <laughs> of course, that's not quite feasible. so yeah. It comes down to us having to rely and share that information. Yeah. Do you Do you guys rely on any special tools for this? Like, for instance, we use Monday... For a lot mm-hmm. of our management and then you know, other systems in place but what do you find as far as like the technology side of it
0: we used to use flock and now we're using slack in terms of just like internal communications and we live and breathe slack you know our calendars too the simple things sound they, they sound simple but they make the biggest difference i live and die by my calendar Um, and so, you know, we have those internal communication systems to kind of keep everybody on the same page, but we've also just kind of recently started using Basecamp, um, for project management. And we're really liking that as a team. Um, I think it was something our web team initially brought to us, uh, because they liked it for web projects and those can get a little bit more detailed. They're bigger projects, lots of moving parts. Um, so we tried it out on a couple of those and we've just been using it for all projects since. And. It's a work in progress. We're still learning, you know. Everybody works a little bit different, which is kind of what I was saying earlier. But um, it seems to be the best fit for everybody on our team, and that's what we really wanted when we sought out a, you know, project management tool specifically. Like, how can we meet the most of our needs?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Sam is kind of the the new kid on the block. (laughs) <laughs> um in both agency life and then also in the Sun, you know, what were some of the surprises that you had coming into agency life versus some of the oh, this was really cool moments that you weren't yeah. prepared for?
2: Um yeah, I guess I just didn't realize like how many clients the Sun actually had. I was like really surprised and it was really exciting because I get to do something new every day, you know, working with a variety of clients. Um, But there's really like nothing that I haven't loved about Ascend being here. I know it sounds like a little biased and a little crazy, but I genuinely do like love my job. And it's it's so exciting to be able to work with such great people and, you know, to work local. I love Knoxville um, and it's great to just, you know, learn more about the community and, you know, be involved with
0: our local businesses as well.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. I, I like that
0: a lot. Yeah. I think that's a good point about, um You know, like the difference between a partner, like a marketing partner and just somebody who is like an order taker who will just, you know, complete the project and never look at it again is that relationship is so important. And like Sam was saying, she really loves what she does. I feel like it shines through in projects. Like I can tell when it's a design that Sam really enjoyed working on versus something that just has to be done, like more technical, not like a lot of creative time there. I can tell when, I mean, even when I uh, write something myself and then read it back, I can tell when my heart was in it. So it, I'm sure it's like that for every creative, but, you know, it it goes into us being a partner versus just like a yes man.
1: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that's one of our big takes, and it sounds like a son as well,
0: mm-hmm. is that we
1: never just want to be a vendor. with Right. Our yeah. We want to be an extension of
0: their team. Right. Definitely.
1: That's kind of the main point. That's why you hire an agency.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of um, mix up between marketing and sales. You know, like, yes, we're very like correlated. We work together very tightly um, in a perfect world. Your marketing and sales teams are very aligned. Maybe there's some overlap. But uh, in terms of like Ascend as an agency, we are not sales people, we Part of what we do is to help your sales team if that's what you need. You know, we can help put in place some of those processes. But it is like we step in the door sometimes and they're like, oh, they're here to sell us. <laughs> so it is it is kind of a challenge to explain we really are just here for you. We want the best for you because we just can't be successful if you aren't. So getting that message across without... Sounding too salesy can be tricky sometimes. Oh,
1: yes. No, I totally understand that. Yeah, same with us. If you ask, we don't have a salesperson and we never will.
0: Like I love enough. that. Mm-hmm. I love that. The days of cold calling, it's just, hopefully mm-hmm. they're mostly behind us. I guess I could see some <laughs> niche industries for it, but... Whew. Not for us either. It's a tough thing to do. You're just casting a huge huge net out there and hoping to catch something. So, Exactly.
1: Well, before I let you guys go today, I would love to hear from either of you. What are you working on that you're really excited about right now? And what are you looking forward to here in the coming months with some of your clients or projects?
0: Me personally, I'm currently working on a couple of video scripts. Um, so working with like our production team on that for the local health department. And I love that kind of work just because it's cause related. We've done a video for them before. Um, and I love anything that has like a good cause attached to it. I'm a bleeding heart as a human. So It just is super fun to be in the creative side of that. I also love the challenge of video fitting like emotion and story and also like factual information into such a short window. Um, But I would say that another really exciting project we're we're working on on a larger scale is um, for a client in the CPR training industry. And we've kind of been tasked with consolidating five different kind of brands into one website and one super brand that still has those sub brands associated with it. But, you know, I'm trying not to give away too many spoilers, but um, it's really excited. The launch is coming up soon. The website is nearing done and it's beautiful. I am biased, but it's been a really exciting one to work on the, the client with and with the team.
1: Awesome.
0: How about you, Sam? Um, yeah, working
1: with that client that Amanda was talking
2: about has been really fun, really interesting, just because it is, you know, something out of the ordinary for design. I haven't really worked on a client like that. Um, but I've also been trying, you know, to just dive into more social media um video production type of things just to branch out and you know learn new things. Luckily Ascend has been really awesome with, you know, giving me that platform to learn and be involved in those type of projects. Um other than that, design has just been a lot of e blasts lately, a lot of <laughs> you know, just the run of the mill like monthly content. Um but hopefully with this new client we have some more exciting things coming.
0: You made a great point in that Ascen has like allowed you to try on different skills and roles, and uh, again, I sound biased, but that's one of the things that I feel like has been my favorite part of working with Ascen is because I did start in the account role, kind of transitioned into project management, then went into copy and do social media. So like the benefits of working with a smaller agency, both from an employment and from a client perspective is kind of like, you get to see people evolve and learn and try on all these different hats and skills. And you might be more like siloed and boxed in at a larger company. Um, so it's been, like Sam said, it's been really refreshing to kind of try out different things because as a person, a young person too, finding her way, you know, it's helped me realize what I like professionally and what I love about agency life and about our clients. So
1: I just... That the ability to kind of
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just had to sneak that in. She said that and I was like, great point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So before we wrap up today, just wanted to see if there's anything else that either of you would like to impart on audiences. Um, Any last pieces of advice that you give to content teams, to newer creatives out there?
0: For me, um, I'm trying to think of things we like tell our clients often or we get asked often. And the thing that's coming to mind is I would say that there's just not a silver bullet for anything. Um, I, I wish I could take credit for that, but I got that from our creative director, Brookney. Um, and she's right. She always talks about it. There's no silver bullet in marketing. The same with social media. If you isolate it specifically, From the rest of your marketing tactics, there's still no silver bullet. A lot of those platforms are pay-to-play, and with marketing in general, you want to have a comprehensive campaign that runs for quite some time, so you can, you know, build data and then analyze it and see what's working and what's not, and kind of fine-tune from there. So, as much as marketers today and even business owners want to just hop on these trends and, and, you know, dive into one thing while it's hot and hope that that takes their brand straight to the top, it's a, it's kind of a double-edged sword because that's good in terms of like better to do something than nothing, but having the right expectations around that is important because marketing really does provide the best return when it's comprehensive. And when you have multiple channels that you're reaching your audience on in a very creative way. So there's a ton that goes into it. And that would be my way of wrapping up my advice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Sam, how about you? Um,
2: I guess on the creative side, I would just say to keep learning and uh, Um, don't be afraid to be bold and try new ideas. You never know what the client's going to say yes to. Um, there are a lot of parameters that you sometimes have to follow being a designer, but that shouldn't stop you from being creative and trying new things. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say.
0: (laughs) And find a team that allows you to try those things. Yes. That's important.
2: That is step one. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes.
1: Well, thank you both so much for joining us today. We appreciate the insights and the little side humor. <laughs> yeah. You all need to laugh.
0: <laughs> yes. Especially on a Monday. Especially yes. on a Monday.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So I appreciate you both for joining us. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Sam.